Dr. Claire Cousins is an astrobiologist, currently working on postdoctoral research in the joint UCL Birkbeck Center for Planetary Studies. She is applying her most recent fieldwork in Iceland to the search for life forms beyond Earth, particularly on Mars. The trip to Iceland um, was a sort of collaborative effort between uh, Birkbeck uh, College, University of London and University College London and the Leeds University as well. So the main reason why we were going to this particular field site was because you do have an enormous variation in terms of uh, environments uh, where microbes like to live. And you have things like uh, bubbling pools of mud, we have fumaroles, uh, geothermally heated ground, as well as really big meltwater lakes. As you walk down to the field site, you see this big lake within the ice and it has a sort of beach along the edge of it. Um, so whenever you got a bit chilly, you just had to lie down on this beach for a bit. It literally was about 90 odd degrees, just a few sort of inches below the surface. So it's kind of like sitting in a heated chair in a car. <laughs> it, uh, it warms you up really nicely. We went there to sample things like sediments, uh, waters, really thick biomass. You see them everywhere and it's a very microbial dominated environment. So they, they kind of grow up to macroscopic levels and you get these big thick kind of gross gelatinous biomass growing everywhere. <laughs> There's not really any other type of life. So it's a really strange environment, it's very otherworldly. And we were going there um, essentially for that reason, the fact that it's a really good analogue environment um, for extraterrestrial environments in the past. On Mars you have evidence of volcano ice interaction, uh, sort of geomorphological evidence, uh, the fact that cryospheric and volcanic processes are widespread throughout Martian history. Uh, it means that these sorts of environments are very likely to have existed uh, on Mars in the past. So in terms of going to look for evidence of life uh, on Mars or past Martian life, uh, we want to know what sorts of environments to look for and what to look for in terms of what types of life might have been living there, uh, what uh, evidence they leave in the rock record of their existence, so what we call biosignatures, um, and also explore the system as a whole. What are the, the sort of geochemical and biological feedback systems within this very enclosed environment? My research sort of area in general is understanding processes on Earth, uh, so particularly uh, geobiological processes, the interaction between the biosphere and the geosphere, which can then help us understand uh, life on other planets, uh, such as Mars or potentially elsewhere. And to do that, we have to employ a very multidisciplinary approach. You can't just understand what's living there. You have to understand how it's affecting the environment, what minerals it's living off, what rocks it likes to live on, for example. And again, how that then gets preserved into the rock record. Um, when we send uh, missions to places like Mars, obviously we're only looking at the rocks from those environments which existed maybe two billion, three billion years ago. So any significant um, part of that life is, is long since gone. Uh, nothing is living there anymore, but you have uh, chemical signs in the rocks which you have to know uh, what to look for, uh, which is then what's going to tell you uh, what sort of life might have been living there in the past. And it's these sorts of biosignatures at rovers uh, such as the ExoMars uh, rover, which is European Space Agency uh, mission to Mars, um, and that has the, the prime goal of looking for evidence of life in the rock record. Um, and it will be biosignatures uh, caused by microorganisms living within uh, extreme environments such as where you have volcano ice interaction uh, that this rover will be looking for. So knowing uh, what instruments to send, what chemicals to look for, um, is sort of integral to this broader understanding of, uh, of life on other planets um, other than Earth.
Iceland is a very volcanically active country and given its high latitude it also has uh, some of the biggest glaciers in Europe um, and these two uh, processes actually coincide quite regularly um, which doesn't necessarily immediately seem to make a lot of sense. Um, you have very high heat flow from the volcanoes uh, so you wouldn't necessarily think that you get glaciers on top of them. Um, however the fact that you have volcanism means you have very elevated topography uh, which then the higher altitude uh, combined with the high latitude then means you get glaciers on top of them. Um, so most of the Icelandic rift zone actually is covered in, in glaciers. Um, and Vatnajökull, which is the glacier that we went on, uh, that's the biggest glacier in Europe and I think it has something like seven active volcanic centres uh, underneath it uh, at the moment. Uh, one of which erupted uh, shortly before we were supposed to go on our trip, <laughs> uh, Grimsvatn volcano, uh, that erupted in, in early June, uh, three days before we were supposed to go. Um, but we did actually still manage to go out there two weeks later and we visited uh, the crater itself at that particular volcano um, as a sort of stop-off point on the way to our main field area. Um, and that was quite cool, sort of a big crater within the ice and you can sort of see steam and fumaroles coming up within cracks in the ice. The entire duration of the trip was two weeks, uh, starting from landing in Reykjavik and leaving Reykjavik, which is the capital city of Iceland. Actually on the glacier and at the field site itself, we were there for just eight days. Just because it's very remote to the place that we're trying to get to, we have to hire specialised vehicles, specialised guides uh, to get us up there. Um, so we could only afford to have eight days at this particular site. Um, however, those eight days are not particularly comfortable living. You know, it's six people living in a, basically in a shed. Um, you have no running water, uh, very little heating, um, sort of no sanitary conditions whatsoever. So it's eight days is probably you know, enough before you will start getting a bit mad. Um, <laughs> but the actual field work itself, uh, we, we managed to get out into the, into the field for most days. Um, there were some days where the weather was, was too bad uh, for us to go out. You have a complete whiteout sometimes where the cloud comes down so low over the glacier that you can't really see at all where you're going and it's, it's a bit too dangerous. I think the main thing I love about what I do is, uh, firstly on the research side of things, you can take an idea and you can go with it. Um, I have a lot of freedom in my job, fortunately my boss is, boss is very uh, lenient in terms of uh, kind of letting me take a project where I feel it's, it's most interesting to go. Um, so the excitement of having an idea one morning perhaps um, and then thinking you know that could be really interesting and then thinking about what samples that we have or how to get the samples that you need to answer that question uh, is really cool because you can you know, it's, you just have your imagination basically and you can think of any scientific question and, and figure out a way to answer it. In relation to the, this particular project, obviously it's really awesome being able to actually go into the field and go to these really cool field sites. It's an absolutely gorgeous area up there. Um, we had really bad weather a lot of the days we were there, which is unfortunate because the views up there are absolutely outstanding, but um, we couldn't see them most of the time. But still, like going to some of these places where very few people have been able to go uh, is really quite special, um, particularly going to the, uh, the Grimsvatn caldera. Uh, crater in the ice. That was very cool. I mean, it's two weeks old and very few people have gone up to see it. You're standing on the edge of this crater thinking, you know, wow, this erupted literally two weeks ago <laughs> and we're here like standing right on the edge of it and that's really awesome.